0: back to cracking hacktivism. Last week we talked to you a little bit about certain hacktivist organizations and some of the events that they've pulled off in the recent news. Today we're gonna switch gears a little bit.
1: Today we're gonna talk about some of the interviews that we conducted over the past two weeks with a wide range of majors ranging from history to IST to actuarial science, economics, arts, and even business. We actually also interviewed a law professor who we're hoping to bring in this as well. The goals of this podcast are to seek to understand public understanding and an opinion of hacktivism. We're going to bring in this idea called the sense-making theory and this actually goes into how we interviewed people. The goal of using this theory was to understand how our interviewees go about forming opinions of hacktivism. We wanted to know do they actively seek information on the topic or do they passively absorb it from the sources around them such as the news or online sources like Reddit. We also wanted to understand several factors affecting their opinions of hacktivism or vigilantism, whichever one was important, and that can be external or internal.
0: Right, and the sense-making theory not only applies to hacktivism, but we're also curious how people apply this theory in general everyday life to learn about anything that they're researching or just learning about throughout their day. So while conducting these interviews, uh, we wanted to gauge awareness on hacktivism. So the first question we asked was just a general question as to what is hacktivism. And we had some expectations when we asked this question. I know I personally expected more people to be aware of what hacktivism was just because of the circle I run in, my major, and the classes I'm in. I kind of assume people know what this is. And I was surprised. Actually, two of the interviewees were not aware of what it was and I was also surprised by another definition someone gave who defined it as something a little different than I would have expected. It's basically using um like social media and like kind of like disturbing ways, quote unquote, to um kind of get a message across.
2: On the other hand, we had some people give pretty accurate definitions of what hacktivism is, and even some people from majors unrelated to technology. Take a listen to this clip from an art major defining hacktivism.
1: Hacktivism? Is that trying to bring about social change by hacking on the web? That's true. After asking the interviewees about their awareness of what hacktivism was, we wanted to know how many hacker organizations people were familiar with. Most of the answers were exactly what we were expecting.
0: Are you aware of any hacktivist organizations? Oh, what's the name? Anonymous.
1: The fake one from Mr. Robot. And Anonymous?
0: Um, besides Anonymous, I don't actually know any other ones.
1: Anonymous and one called Lizard
0: Squad. Andrew Aurenheimer, for example, um, he's also known as Weave in the hacker community. Anonymous, Lolsec, and the Syrian military cybersecurity group so we all kind of predicted and figured that people would know who anonymous was um i know i personally was surprised that somebody or actually multiple people could name other groups and other specific people who are hacktivists what about you guys
1: yeah i was pretty impressed by that i was pretty happy with some of my friends answers they knew maybe three or four of them uh, at best and that's pretty impressive for normal people
2: next up we wanted to see if people follow some hacking events in the news on We expected them to be familiar with some of the recent major attacks, uh,
1: namely Anonymous because it always, uh, if it's anonymous, it makes the news. Speaking of which, most of the answers we got actually involved a recent attack against Donald Trump.
2: Can you think of any hacktivist events that happened or uh, made it to the news lately?
1: In the last couple of weeks, didn't Anonymous declare war, quote-unquote, on Donald Trump?
0: We also got one response regarding Anonymous' response to uh, the Brussels attack, which is the most recent event for Anonymous. Anytime you hear something in the news, like the, the bombings over in the airport... Right. Um, was that? that in was Brussels. Brussels. Yeah. I mean, I
1: believe that Anonymous had an answer to that as, you know, they're kind of
0: raising awareness that this yeah. did happen and that they're kind of going to go after the people who did this. And, you know, sometimes that's the what it does you know it's like a yeah. recursive type of a thing yeah and then they also just recently declared war on donald trump
1: oh yeah yeah
0: so. <laughs> yeah
1: we had a few other interviewees who also talked about anonymous declaring war on isis following the paris attacks and this brussels declaration or their comment on brussels rather uh was a continuation of that war them saying that they're going to continue to fight isis and since they declared war after the paris attacks they've actually successfully shut down A lot of Twitter accounts and we had a lot of people comment on that as well so now we want to move into the last question that we asked our interviewees which was what's your opinion of hacktivism and we were really interested to see how people responded to this we know we're on a college campus a lot of college students are very proactive they're very protesting they they want social change and so hacktivism seems to be one of those tools that creates this social change Overwhelmingly, I was expecting a positive response. I think
0: most of us were actually, especially since we're in the major where we take a stance. We do everything on the computers ourselves and we're used to having input and having all that control. Um, I assumed that as college students, like you said, I figured we would be doing everything proactively and kind of going against the institution and taking everything into our own hands. However, um, myself, I know I got two interviewees who called it terrorism and that was, that surprised me, just talking to them. Like, you know what hacktivism is? How do you feel about hacktivism? Is it right or wrong? Is...
1: I think under circumstances it can be okay, but it can go overboard and be considered terrorism, I think. The people that I interviewed were also largely negative, and I think that that was pretty surprising to me. Uh, I wasn't really expecting that at all.
2: There's a view that uh, hacktivism, you know, it has the word hack in it, it's a very bold word. People automatically assume you know you're hacking you're taking something from someone so they, um, they automatically assume terrorism
1: so now we're just going to walk through a few of these and hopefully show you uh, a small variety of opinions that we got however you should know that most of them were negative we couldn't really find anybody that was truly just positive on this issue
0: yeah the closest we got to positive was actually neutral
1: yeah and so this first one was just one of our roommates that we interviewed and uh here's what he said activism is also dangerous. It's no different than vigilanteism. just there's no physical presence involved with the act itself. Uh, These people are often part of internet communities that are laden with people with certain psychiatric disorders or social disorders who in their normal lives have trouble perceiving social boundaries, uh, wrong from right, and are just generally not what a lot of people would see as completely whole individuals and it's dangerous to try to encourage these individuals to commit these acts of vigilantism when in reality we can't trust their judgment over the law
0: so it's interesting to hear that somebody who did not know what hacktivism was as soon as they had it explained to them their first thought was terrorism whereas in another interview somebody who was aware of hacktivism and knew the definition took such a bleak outlook upon it. Whereas we talked about it as a double-edged sword in an earlier episode, they looked at it as a very clear-cut, very negative occurrence. We actually really liked this interview because not only does it really make you think, considering we had a very high opinion and we're expecting a high opinion of hacktivism, but it also, as we talked about in earlier episodes of ours, we talked about it as vigilantism. this interviewee jumped straight to vigilantism on his own. And not only that, but he took a very firm stance on it and saw it as going about the law and taking the law into your own hands as a very negative action.
1: So before we close up for the week, we're just hoping we, we wanna have a little time for reflection among the group here to talk about how we feel about this experience and what we thought about these interviews. I know that for myself, I was pretty pleased with it. I was pretty happy with the responses I got. Um, it definitely challenged my viewpoint on hacktivism, because we took a fairly opposing standpoint to what most people said.
0: How about you guys? Well, I thought it was really interesting. I mean, it definitely made me think, especially uh, the interview where he talked about um, hacktivism as such a negative action and having to do with mental instability and such. I never really thought of that side of it. I always thought of it as getting something done, a very proactive um, take on something that's wrong in society.
2: I was kind of surprised that a lot of people saw it as a one-sided issue uh, as opposed to my personal opinion that um, it all depends on the cause that the hacktivist uh, is pursuing. Uh, each of us has uh, different values and whether you think that cause is positive or negative affects your opinion on hacktivism as a general. I thought it was interesting to see the spectrum of people we got. We were able to pull interviews from every different major and the fact that all these different
1: majors knew all these groups about hacktivism, what they stand for, whatnot. It was pretty good. I, I think um, one last thing I want to point out, the theory that we talked about with the sense-making theory, maybe it would have been a little more clear if people had had their major tagline into that, but we couldn't ask that for every question, obviously. But it was pretty cool for us to look at that and say, OK, this person is an IST major. They come from a computer world. And so they have a pretty strong knowledge of this and we were expecting them, maybe the people tied into the threads of the internet like Reddit and things like that, to have a more pro stance towards hacktivism. But we actually found that a lot of people who were tied into the internet had a largely negative standpoint on it. And I think that that challenged our understanding of this theory in that maybe just being in that environment doesn't form your opinion. It's actually other experiences that lead into it and being in that environment that all form that cocktail that when drank form one person's opinion on the matter and that was pretty cool to see
2: which all ties uh, nicely to our sense-making theory that it depends on how you seek information and how you interpret it that you can make sense of that information
1: so just to recap um, this week was about interviewing uh, as many people as we could to gauge some public opinion and awareness and find out what they thought of hacktivism next week we're going to look into ways for the average person to secure their online presence to, pretend to prevent themselves from being the target or the victim of these kind of attacks. So stay tuned. Look for our podcast next week.
0: See you next time on Cracking Hacktivism.